sleeping. No, I'm just, <laughs> your boy out here looking tired this week because uh slept like straight booty butter last night. And uh yeah, it, it, it's been a rough day. But I'm here. Last week was a little rough on my end too. I had a whole bunch of stuff I was taking care of. And of course, there's client work and stuff like that. But, you know, still been uh, able to jump on a few games, you know, played some stray with my uh, with my eight-year-old sister. And uh, that was cute. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, just, just being old man vicious. And old Captain Graybush himself. I just realized when I did the intro, I think I had my mic turned on. But it was, it was off. So in case, welcome to Stop Farming Me Podcast. We're going to talk about the conclusion of World Championship, League of Legends. And then we're going to touch some stuff on uh, gaming, Netflix. Okay, well, I know you're tired. You had a bad night. Same here, same here. I couldn't sleep last night. Keep waking up a couple of times. Oh, well, let me do this. But uh, before that... Or after this, let's talk about uh, the Cinderella run of DRX. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to them, to Deft, to uh, Piosik, after all of the trash people were talking about him. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. That 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 finals between them and uh, T1, I have to say, he he was tilted. I, I have to say that series he was tilted up well, into that, that point he was doing was fine a clown but fiesta. yeah <laughs> he was a hot mess but I felt like yeah. um, uh, what's a Zeka that man Carrie can can we just talk about his neck the thick neck of him can never the be thick tilted. neck can never be tilted glutes his 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 spine is just reinforced with adamantium that man be trying everything to pull his team across and goddamn it he did it yes Good, bravo bravo yeah because if he wasn't performing and if kingen wasn't performing they they like like at the peak that they were t1 would have still beaten them even though t1 was playing like a bunch of garbage pale kids it was terrible but Things happen. I'm a. I go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to just go into one of my rants. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say that I don't. I don't understand how T1 let some of the picks go through, especially with um, some of the Zeka favorite champions. And then you could. And then let's talk about Aatrox too at the top lane. I guess they. They don't think it's the big. Um, which you call it, like a, a threat to them, but I have I to don't say, think it's that. No, I don't think it's that they didn't think it was a threat. I think that once they ran into the issue, Aatrox has lost before. But what I will say is that Aatrox has been a problem the entire year. Like they nerfed him, like halfway through between the summer and spring split. So we like missed like a week where people thought he was trash and then someone played him again and they were like, oh, the nerfs didn't do anything. He's still a monster. And I don't know. I think they just were. I I personally think, you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. Cause I, I think it was, I think that, um, 
Oh, God. I'm losing names. Uh, top lane Zayas. T1, Zayas. I believe Zayas probably did think I can take him. No. Because Zayas hasn't really had a problem, and he's fought other Aatroxes. I think he probably did think he could take it, but I'm going to tell you, I, yeah, I just, Aatrox has been one of those champions this year who just doesn't go away and seems to constantly be strong. And his heal on his auto is way too, it's just oppressive. You can't kill, like, I, I, I don't know what Aatrox is. Is he a devil? I don't know, but he, you can't kill him. <laughs> so, okay, fine. In game one, it. DRX had a truck and they lost. Mm -hmm. But when you watched um, game two, in which T1 had a trucks, but if you watched um, DRX, uh, Camille, and Silas, if you, their CS is slowly creeping up, creeping up. At one point, you're like, oh my god, you know. And if you wait for so long, they're gonna hard carry. And Kingen did a good job. Honestly, he was the MVP. Oh yeah. That series. Yeah. So I don't know, and then in game three, they went back to um, what you call tank top, both both side, T1-1. Had they stick yeah. with that, they probably could have won the series, but they didn't do that. With I don't know, they just, they just got so out-drafted every single game. Even the games they won, their draft was pretty garbage. Yeah. It just, it, 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 so like, DRX deserved to win. They pulled it off. They played better. And there's no, like, I'm not one of those people that make excuses for the team if they don't win. No, no, no. But it's, but it's, but it's the same as any sport. Like, I'm a huge fan of the UFC. And being a better fighter doesn't mean you're going to win. Like, that's just the bottom line. So while I still maintain that T1 is a better team, on the day... To prove it, DRX was the better team. If they, like, I think if they played the series ten times, I think DRX would maybe only win two out of the ten series. But this is one of them. T1 screwed up. They their practice, as Faker said, was terrible, and they looked it. That like every, it's literally their drafts look like. A, a a clown fiesta was happening like they literally had to play at their absolute peak to win with those drafts and they weren't at top form so they lost i wonder why well like what happened between that and the semifinals that make them well, i mean bad practice down. is bad practice it can happen anytime you you all of a sudden just you start out, I, I imagine they started out with a plan for what they thought DRX was going to do. And as they started out with that plan, they probably picked champions to address it. But the bottom line is DRX was better prepared to evolve from the last time you saw them to literally throw T1's whole plan out the window. That's one thing I like about DRX. Their draft improved or evolved each time. They play yeah the, yeah and can I, I hope i hope the um what's the bottom name barrel yeah i wish you picked barrel, him. yeah cool. i'm pretty sure he ain't gonna pick heimerdinger but that would have been so cute Heimer... Even yeah they knew better they they knew better than to give him that at least 
Like <laughs> of all the things, of all the other things they screwed up on, they they knew not to give Beryl that Heimerdinger. So they yeah. something came from it. But I'm it's it's uh it's very emotional when Def won and the crying and everything is very emotional for him. And that guy, first time world championship, been around as long as Faker. I think it speaks volume to um, his accomplishment. Yeah. So don't say like, oh, you old wash up. No, no, can't say that. Can't say that this man did it. See, but that's a very Korean thing. It's like NA it's, too. It's, it's mostly no. You see, you know, NA toxic. I, they vary. They I know vary. NA is toxic, but it's not based on age. It's a real thing in Korea. Like they truly believe that once you reach a certain age, unless you're faker, you are no longer good at games. They truly believe it. That's why Rush can't. Or that's why Rush didn't get on a team in Korea. And when he did, he sat on the bench until he won one game that they let him play, because they truly believe that once you reach a certain age, you're just not as efficient as up and coming young players. And NA, I don't think anyone would, I don't think there's anyone who would say, like, oh, we don't want Sneaky back. He's too old. We don't want Double Lift back. Hell, if somebody told me that Elimination was going to be on a team next split, I'd check out that, that team. Because it, that's another unsung hero of, of, of League. Elimination changed the game. And most people don't realize, like, he was the first person picking bands yeah. with the book. He was the dude coming up with strategies instead of just showing up to play one day. Lemonation is, is He's the like OG an coach, right? Yeah. The OG, huh? uh, OG coach. Yeah. Yeah. He was, the, he was the support, but he was he was the coach of it, basically. Where it's just like, that's why everyone was kind of happy when he transitioned into coaching. But... Yeah, if any, if if high if high said he was gonna come back, nobody would be like, no. <laughs> He'd have to get on the team just like everybody else. But if he did it, nobody would be like, oh, he's so old. In Korea, you literally can't even get in the team in any way, shape, or form if you're old, unless you have some ungodly legacy like Faker. That's why no one questions Faker. But every diss that all the other players say to Faker, all, all goes around his age. All about him being washed up. All about him being too old. Not having the skills anymore. He just has bad games like everybody else. But everybody, like I said many times before, everybody else who talks trash about Faker, well, they didn't make it to the to, the, to Worlds or they didn't make it to Worlds Finals either. So, as always, they can shut up. Yep. But, uh, so, I, but um, you know, I'm divorcing Faker. Yeah. You hear it? You heard it? What? Yeah. Girl, as soon as that man is in World's Finals next year, you're going to be like my hubby. No, no, no. Okay. The stress, uh -huh. the stress level that man put me through, too much. I can't handle it. No. Okay, so. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> yeah, his crown, not my crown, not my crown. Hey, hey, if you trying to be, if you trying to be waifu, you gotta carry the weight too. You can't leave it all up to him. Okay, let's let's talk some quick stats for fun. 
just so we can okay. um, finish out with the uh, League of Legend. Mm. So let's say total of champion play is 94. And then you know who got the most banned? Uh, the most banned. I know I saw this somewhere, but I can't remember. Who was it? Come on. Yummy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yummy. 668. <laughs> and then um, next is uh, Caitlyn, 62. And then Aatrox, 58. Is Caitlyn really that strong right now? I don't know. She banned all the time. And when they play, I don't think she's that awesome. I yeah, think Def play like, her. I know some other um, player did. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, let's be fair. She's always oppressive being that she can shoot you from all the way back at her goddamn. <laughs> but, there's new her but there's a lot of but, new ADC champions that's outshine yeah. her. So I don't think. But then again, we're not pro. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep. And then uh, for jungler, the most is uh, Viego. And then uh, second is um, Graves. Sechuani too at the the nineteen picks. And I then, don't understand why they feel Sejuani is such a great jungle pick. I think she. I I think I do like seeing her jungle in this. Uh, I, world. I I like this is one of those things where I don't know why. Like I understand that people believe her to be like this massive jungle pick right now, but every time I see Sejuani in jungle. I don't really see much happening. Like, I, I I mean, maybe it's about just having another tank. And if it's that simple, okay. But people act like she's some dominating, game-changing force. And other than just being a big body on the rift, I don't... Big body, come on. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm saying I don't get it. I don't understand why people think she's such a strong pick. In jungle, maybe someone in chat can let me know. That booty don't so, lie. That's all I gotta say. I mean, I hit it, but at the same time, you know, it's just I just don't get it. I every it's like it's like uh, Vulcan, who recently got in trouble uh, because he went off at some fan uh, who was stating something about uh, in a work ethic. And the problem was is that he wasn't necessarily wrong with what he said back to the fan. But Vulcan really comes off as a douche. He really comes off as an asshole, even in text. And it's it looked really bad for him. But, yeah, it's just like it's the same thing. Like, Sejuani is like that same thing with Vulcan to me. Where everyone swears Vulcan is like this OP support. And, they and I... And I don't see it. Like, I'm not saying he's bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to talk trash about a man. Like, you know, I just don't see it. It's just kind of like how everyone has always been on, as we talked about a few episodes ago. Everyone's all about Jensen being this, like, super mid laner. And I'm like, he's never looked super to me. The only thing that really stands out to me is that every time it comes down to him making, like, the play, he fails. And and it's hard to make the play. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, not talking trash. Just like I, I, it's just the hype that they've given him. 
I just don't. I've never understood it, and I don't understand Sejuani. Okay. But let me. But Dan, uh, Mike says maybe if they have a lot of melee champs in your team comp, she can spam her E. See, I was yeah, like I get that. But at the same time, if you have a Braum on your team, it's the same difference. <laughs> like it's yeah, both of them have the like lay the hit, get the stun, like. Not saying anyone should play Brom Jungle, but I don't know. She just doesn't affect enough in the early game to really be oppressive. But once again, like I said before, I'm an idiot. Who knows? I don't. <laughs> Who okay, knows? Okay, so let's close it out for the bot lane. Aphelios is number one, 31 picks. And then Lucian at 26 and 19 is Varus. And I guess they ban. They do ban a lot uh, with uh, what's her name, Callista. So maybe she didn't get to play much, but she seems good. And then support mm. Nami number one. And then because of the Lucians. Yeah, and then uh, what's that lady, Renata, Glass. And then third, yeah, yeah, and then uh, friggin' Renata, man, Renata, Renata's ult mixed with Malkai's ult. Yes. It's like the most amazing combo and completely unfair thing I think I've seen this year on the Rift. They literally both shoot a lanes wide worth of, of stuff that just literally shuts down your entire team. And God forbid they be coming from two separate directions. Your your fight's over. It's you don't get a chance to play. So That's just insane. just pick it back on that. This you at at the world we've seen a lot of interesting combos from different champions like the pick. One that one of them you just mentioned is the Maokai and um, Renata, and which else the one I like? Even the one with the the Faker games with the T1 with the Azir and her, that was pretty good too. Like how he yeah. pushed everybody in and then um, uh, what's his name? Darn it. Owner? Kira? No, Kira. Old. Oh, Ki yeah, your uh, support. Yeah, yeah, Kira. Yeah. So yeah, that's been interesting um, combo, I would say, at this world. Yeah. Some really, some really interesting things coming out, but nothing is as oppressive as Maokai ult and uh, what's her name? Like I said, I'm losing things. And then you can throw Yumi here. in there, or if somebody play Yumi somewhere. Oh God, yeah. Like I said, you just don't get to play at all, and that's like one of the most oppressive things I've ever seen on the Rift. Like, I know whenever a team ran into it, they made sure to ban one of them if the other team played. It. Like, it's like, yo, we're not doing that again. That's insane. Like every dragon fight. Every Rift Herald, every Baron, if you have both of those ults coming from different directions, your team's just done. Even if you get the objective, your whole team's going to die. And I think someone did do both of them with Yumi. Didn't they have a game where the, all of them were with, like, all of them were on there? Was those two and Yumi was mm, on there somehow? No, no, Yumi and Maokai, yes. Yumi and Maokai? Okay, Yumi and Maokai. But, yeah. And Mike said, but with Sejuani, you only need to be near her. Brahm has to hit someone. I thought she had to hit someone, too. With the E? I don't, I don't think it had to be specifically with it, but normally people hit with the E. That's the one where she swings the flail and hits out in front. 
Yeah. Like normally you see people apply the first stack with the E, but I think I thought she also had to hit someone to start off that chain. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I'm an idiot. Whatever. Um <laughs> So are there any other stats from Worlds before we close out that chapter yes. of this show? So talking about Drake's kill. Number one is actually Wait, hold on. Cloud. No, I'm sorry. Ocean is at 74, and then Cloud is 67. And then Mountain is 64, Inferno at 69. So the least one is the... Um... Huh. Okay, the least one is the Mountain then. Even Hextech that's at 67. How many Elder? You yeah. only get six Elder? Oh my god. <laughs> The games are over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think whenever a team had a chance to get an elder, that was like the winning fight. It's like they would start by pulling out the elder. Then that both teams five. would start fighting. Yeah. T1. And then basically whoever won that fight wouldn't even go for the elder. They just run straight for the base. Had T1 teleport in quickly enough and just skip the elder, they could have won at the, the, the base race. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we t touch on the little stats for fun, and then uh, you want to update on your, your kind boy? The kind boy, I know he was at 237 LP in Masters, and, but, uh, the last, I think the last game he played in NA, and I think he's back in Korea now. So, we'll see. I don't know, I don't know if you ever actually... Did what I said and watched him and and uh, Phoenix during stream. It is the it is literally the prime of league. Like Phoenix has a dog, and every time Rush would start playing league, Phoenix's dog would come over and start bothering him while he was playing, and it got to the point where Rush. We kept complaining about it and then he would like raised his hand like he was gonna hit the dog <laughs> and phoenix was like you see people you see he threatened my dog and the um and he was like yes but i'm also korean we eat certain breeds yeah. oh, so yeah. i'm being very kind and <laughs> it was those two i swear to god are like a bickering like old married couple, it, I'd I'd watch a show of them. So who want you watched the Saturday the matchup between um, Rush and Doublelift? So who won at the end? Uh, Rush. Oh. Yes. So there was a showdown. Yeah. For those that don't know, for the Samsung Odyssey little showdown thing they did, and Rush faced off against Doublelift, and Rush crushed Doublelift. So what's the score? I think the ending score was 15 to 15 is something. Oh, I know you yeah, said it, about it, 10 it, something. You text me. He was like, it was, 10. Because at first it was 10 zero okay. rush. And I was just like, I mean, but the way they did it, it wasn't like when I say crushed double lift, I'm not saying they were literally on the same team, mm -hmm. but trying to achieve certain milestones throughout the game and that's how they got points 
and Rush just um, – I think in the first game, he cleared almost every point and double if they didn't get any of them. But it was fun to see them try to steal, like, triple kills from each other because that was one of the things is, like, get first person to get a triple kill. And Rush <laughs> – and those two, like, I like the fact I didn't think uh I didn't think Double Lift liked Rush. Uh just from some of the statements he's made about Rush, like we talked about two weeks ago. But apparently they've played together before. Not not in on a team, but like Rush and Double Lift actually have videos together. Oh. But that goes to show you that from like five years ago. And so it goes to show you, like I said, like Koreans really respect Doublelift and consider him one of the best ADCs to ever play. And if the Koreans love you that much, hey, there ain't nothing much anybody can say about you. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to stay away from all the 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 news and the drama around all the LVC and LCS offseason and stuff like that. All the changing, I'm like, mm. and then you kind of mentioned talk about the one with the the champion Q drama thingy. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, all it comes down to is like we've said before, they need to play more, and I don't put that on the players; I put it on the league. Well, the good thing is Jensen won't come back to C9. There you go. I'm pretty sure that's the. That's oh, the I'm. I, I guess I'm all about that. I'm all about that change. Because literally, as always, that man did nothing. He's a he's 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 a good mid laner. But yeah, like in 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 worlds, he literally looked like he had no place. Like no no real reason to be next to anyone else who was in the mid lane. In 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 world, and that's I don't know what to say about that other than what I've said about it. I mean, I, I like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> since we're we ready about, to close uh, worlds, news and <laughs> speculation. Let, let, no. Let's talk about Netflix a little bit. Let, let's talk about how unhappy. I wouldn't say the word unhappy. It's more than unhappy. Devastated. I am right now. I'm one I'm one click away from just cancel Netflix. Do I even care about Netflix anymore? There's there's a lot of shows that I used to love and they keep canceling all those shows. Altered Carbon, remember that amazing sci-fi show? To be fair, Altered Carbon kind of ran its its no, race. No, no. I refuse. I mean, there was not much they could do at the they're end of the third bring, season outside they're of... They were going to bring... In season three, they're going to bring back the OG guy. The the Asian dude to play um the main character. Yeah. I, I, I was waiting for that. Come on. Okay. At least give me one well, season of him and then cancel it, but... Hey, so, so on that note, did... So there won't be any more anime, right? Just, just that one animation movie. That's it. Yeah, I believe so. God damn it! But the studio, the one who did them, was amazing. I love the art style. I mean, for animation. now, you never know. You I never know. know what they're gonna do. But it hasn't been officially said. But I felt, I feel like I would have heard something if, if they were gonna come back with another 
thing. Like, just, I haven't heard anything well, about it Well, there you yet. go. That's even more to the con list of hating Netflix. And well, then, I don't hate, uh, hey, don't hate Netflix. They hate the viewers. Because if something's getting the views, Netflix is going to keep it. We, I want, they yeah, want, like, we no, no. When they, their, their interpretation of viewers is, like, in the billions or something. Just because some some show is good and they have a niche that follow it doesn't mean it's bad. And just because they don't get, like, 500 that's million not what views. I, that's, that's not what I was saying. That's what it, Netflix all I'm is saying. All I'm, all I'm saying, no, all I'm saying is this. If you get the viewers... No matter what it is, if you get the viewers, you're going to basically, as all business does and adheres to, if this is making money and this isn't, let's put our resources into the thing that's making money. Do I agree with it? Of course not. I, there's tons of shows that I've loved in the past. I watch more shows than most people as well as movies. Are they going to bring and, back Sweet Tooth or that Tooth? That was pretty good. Is a sweet tooth? You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, the second season is yeah, it's yeah, sweet it. tooth. Yeah, the the second season is going to be dropping soon. I think sometime around Christmas. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, I like that show, but that show was a mega hit. Like Stranger Things is a mega hit every time it drops. When the first when the when the guy didn't come back when the original uh do what's his name who was in season one of Altered Carbon. Um, I mean the 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 tall guy, the, the Scandinavian guy. I forgot his real yeah. name. The actor. I forgot his name. But well, basically, when he didn't come back, that was the beginning of the end because nobody want like one Anthony Mackie wasn't big enough at the time. Like he was big, but he didn't have the same following that that dude had, and people wanted that dude to come back, but he decided not to. Nothing Netflix can do about that. Joel. Joel they tried. Joel Kinnaman. Kinnaman? Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing you could do about that. But once that switched, the numbers fell off. Okay. Because people didn't want to. So, if people aren't going to come and watch the show unless you have the original dude back who wasn't coming back, they had no choice. Why okay. Would you, why would you spend those millions of dollars? Now that you talk about it, then what happened to The Witcher, eh? Eh? What happened to The Witcher? Well, that's. He wants to be back. He, yeah, he wants to be in it, but. Yeah, but we also know there's a ton of stuff that went on around that. Mm -hmm. If the guys, if mm -hmm. the actor's not happy playing the role because he has to fight with people to keep it genuine, then yeah, he's going to step away. But once again, that has nothing to do, really, with Netflix, per no, se. No, no, no. But I'm going to fire all those fighters and get the one that Henry Yes, has. they should. If they want, if they want to salvage this, yes, then yes, they need to fire all the writers, get a new showrunner, and basically say, "Hey, he wasn't happy here because of these things. We changed these things. We're gonna try to do the best we can. We well, the best we can with Liam uh, Hemsworth. I hope you guys tune in. That's the best. That's the absolute best case scenario." they could have but at most likely they won't do it why because that's going to mean even more money and that's also going to mean a show that they know after this season is probably going to be dead in the water so it's not the same thing as as 
it's it's well, it's not the same thing as the other show. It's a completely different situation. Yes, but this situation sucks. We agree on that. I mean, I'm going to watch season three, but I don't know if I'm going to put much heart into it because knowing season four is not going to be him. And I'm I'm sorry, Liam, but you, it's, it's just hard to fill the shoes of Henry. Yeah. It's difficult to fill his shoes. I would not be surprised if they canceled the fourth season, no matter where the third season leaves off. They should. I, I don't, wouldn't. Yeah, they I wouldn't be surprised. No, I feel like they shouldn't change actors. They read. I rather you cancel, be done with it, and just do something else because they can expand different Witcher spinoff if they like. But yeah, the Witcher spinoff still looks good, but hopefully they have better writers. But do you know why the writers didn't like? the books or the the content of it so like what's the big grief no one's they... come no one's come forward but the thing is is you got to remember that for most of these people and this is where the problem lies because most of the people the dude who's doing x-men 97 for disney plus he was the one that broke this news to everyone because he was doing an interview and he was talking about how basically for X-Men 97, he got fans of the original X-Men show as the writers. Because he's like, unlike other things, and that's when he started talking about Witcher, where he was saying that, yeah, like the writers, or the writing crew for The Witcher literally do not like The Witcher. They don't like the world. They don't like anything about it. And so... Where the story, like, even though Henry Cavill was strong enough to carry their writing and, and everything to make it a watchable show, that's why the writing for that show was just not good. It hasn't been good, not really, but Henry Cavill as The Witcher is enough to make you want to keep watching. And so he was like, yeah, that's the thing. Because you have to remember that for most of these people, it's just a job. They're not like, they're not like every, for every show you have, unless you have like a straight up vetted writing group, as in like the director producer brought the group with them and they've actually all been talking and working on this stuff in the background. Most of the time, the people who write for shows, they're just working a gig. They're not working the show because they love Witcher or they love Marvel or they love Star Wars or all this. Now, Star Wars, you will find more people who just love it because it's just that big. But yeah, most people I, I are would, just working a job. But for The Witcher, I would assume that they pick some because it's just the budget and, you know, and it's, and Henry is a superstar. He's not like a B or C rated actor. So I, I assume that they kind of vetted to make sure that the writers what are... Do you what do you say about assuming? An ass. It makes an uh, ass of you and me. Okay. That's that's because that's the thing. The, the, from the beginning, Henry Cavill for the last two seasons has been fighting with the showrunner, like the person who's in control of running the show, because he is tr he was physically trying to force them to stay with the writing in the book. And they and literally not even the showrunner could get it right. The the um, the main point they brought up was when Roach died. 
the showrunner wanted that scene to be like a comedy. Wanted it to be really humor, like wow. humor based. Because that's just what she wanted. And he was like, no, that's not. And he fought with her so much that she was like, you know what? You go and write the scene. And he did. And I will say this about the showrunner. She was honest enough to say, and that turned out to be the right decision. He did an amazing job. But that's the thing. He's the actor. He shouldn't have to go into the booth and write for your team of writers or for you as the showrunner. Do you like The Witcher at all? Like, it's insane. So, yeah, that's just a whole shit show. And no, most of these people that write for shows, unless they're unless it's basically written before it starts, <laughs> it's like an actual team that's the writers and the directors that are the showrunners. There's just dudes again. It's just people going to get a check, man. Okay, so it's now no different from you or me. We're gonna touch this next time or following other episode, but now you kind of got me a little worried because beside this show, you know, my second favorite right now, Netflix, is The Sandman, and I hope New Gaiman has a lot to say on how the series is gonna the projection of the series. He does. Okay, good. He does. I, I just want to know. I just want to make sure because if they, if Sandman flop or something happened, that is a team of that is a team of writers and showrunners who literally love Sandman. Okay. And 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 all of them respect Neil Gaiman or Gaiman as basically the Godfather. So if he says something's off, or if they think something might be off they go to him and he's like okay do this if we can't keep it close to the comics do this and he has a say in everything we need henry in a warhammer 40k movie as a custom man get out of here no, but yeah, Wait, no he's one? a really but, he's but, a really big fan but, of of warhammer 40k isn't he, but isn't there speculation of some type of show or movie he's gonna want to do with amazon and it will it's one of the gaming all that I don't know. If he can find his way out of Superman's cape, maybe. But they got big plans for him now that the regime has changed over at, D uh, at uh, DC. Oh, boy. So I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to be, uh, I don't think he's going to be very free in, in the coming years. God darn it. But we'll see. We'll see. They work all the time. So and he's in demand. But no, a, a Warhammer 40K movie is fine. But I think a Warhammer 40K Movie is impossible. The lore is too big, too expansive. It's convoluted as well from what I understand of it. Like, you have to... It's almost... You know what? Let me it's tell you. I know. I know. It's more convoluted than DC. And if you're more convoluted than DC, there's a goddamn problem. Okay. So, it's too much to cover. It's one of those things where if they did Warhammer, they would have to do, God, I don't even think they could do it as a movie. I think it'd have to be like a HBO level, Production. super expensive show that could go on for seasons and seasons because, and in that you have to remember, and this is why I think it's not a good idea. Even if they did that, they'd probably still mess it up. 
because they'd have more of a chance to screw everything up. <laughs> like, it's, no, no. But let's end off on some, well, let's get to some happy Witcher news. Yes, so it's going to be a Witcher beautiful. 3, yeah, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, I believe it's December 12th or 14th. They're coming out with the next-gen update for the game. Now, that's all the news that most people know. What they don't know is just how much they've actually said about it. How much is going to be updated. There's going to be new things. It's not just good. Well, it's going to be an update in textures. It's going to be an update in models. It's going to be an update across the board. And there's probably going to be new missions as well as new storylines. And something I've been saying they should do for a long time. Not just not just CD Projekt Red. But all these companies that make games that have a huge modder community. They're actually making it. So they're implementing mods into this release. Wait, wait. So I can play Henry, right? Like... The mod because they the, have it on PC. I'm just back back in the day. There was the rumor Netflix that there was going to be a Netflix add-on to this update where you could play as Henry Cavill. And given what we just talked about, I think that's a beautiful send-off. Better be, or else I'm gonna write a nasty letter to whoever. CD Project. Uh oh, we're about Netflix. to get a Twitter warrior over here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> at least let me in on a good note, like you say. Give me, give me Henry, <laughs> so I can play for. He will be forever on my PlayStation Five every day. I can play all the missions. Never. It'll be like Skyrim. One thousand hours in and still playing. Yeah, Skyrim just, is ridiculous. Yes. Um. So yeah, the good news. And lastly, let's leave. Let's leave off on uh a bad or. Note. <laughs> uh, just a just a note for now. PSVR 2 price was announced about like last week when we weren't here. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be $600. That's more expensive than the PlayStation itself. Can we just Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's ridiculous. Now, well, it's going to be $500. It's going to be the same, but I think it's 600 UK. So it is going to be actually like more or $50 more expensive than their current price. See, the problem is, is I don't have a problem with the price. Okay. Because if you really look at it, like, I don't know how closely you follow VR, which I just started following VR like three months ago because it's always been a useless I'll get into that later. The But I started following VR and... The headsets that currently cost three times as much as the PSVR 2 are outspecced by the PSVR 2. Mm -hmm. It's better than something than than certain headsets that cost like fifteen hundred dollars. So it's worth the money, but I have a personal gripe. For those who have actually been over to my channel, you know that I am uh, a huge advocate and ambassador, if you will, of Media Molecule's dreams. So it's not going to be available for dreams? It's not backwards compatible with PS4 games. 
So for it to be compatible, there would need to be a PS5 update to Dreams, which I'm sure at some point is coming. But I had a really rough journey with the PS moves for PS4. They never worked for me, ever. And I and they're really helpful for Dreams. And Dreams is the only reason I would play VR because it actually matters. It makes in, sense, yeah. Yeah. So, like, when I found out that, that it wasn't going to be compatible and there was no update coming for Dreams, it completely took away every every inkling I had to get the PSVR, too. And I, I just don't, like, for me, because VR, before somebody watches this later and is like, this dude's out of his mind, VR is currently, in my opinion, and has always been a gimmick. The promise of VR is vast. What VR could become is actually amazing to think about. And most people who are VR enthusiasts think we're already there. But to the common person, VR is literally a gimmick. Now, it's a nice gimmick, but... It's a it's a it's a shallow imitation at its base of what they try to sell you as the idea of VR and its capabilities. It's not there yet. And I mean most of the games unless you're playing like Beat Saber. Yeah, it's like you can't walk in them. Like <laughs> if you're Beat Saber and Half-Life Alex and Moss are like the only experiences that really, at this point, other than Dreams on PS4, if your moves work, that are widely accepted as, okay, they did something that was pretty cool with VR. It, it, it's, it, but it's not what it could be, and it's not what most people act like it is. Not yet. What? So... I have to say it's each of their own. I guess if you like it, you like it. If you don't, then... Oh, yeah, because they can build the the platform off of your niche love. Yeah. And, and, and for that's me, cool. For me, I'm not going to cough out $600 because I'm not... A, I'm a, just a casual gamer, you know? I, I turn on the game and I play a few games here and there for enjoyment. But other than that, it's not something that I need. But for other people, it's life or death. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's, like I said, the technology itself is cool. Yeah. I'm not trying to look down on VR. It, it's just, I've been alive since the 80s. And since the 80s, I've seen every rendition of VR that exists, even when you could only find them in, like, in Las Vegas, in the arcade on the Strip. Or at some display that they were doing at a random store. Like, which they still do that sometimes. But those are the only times you could actually see VR. I have motion sickness. I've been it would never work with me. I've been told 
the beauty of VR and people have like tried to show the beauty of VR and there is beauty in VR, but it's not, it's not at the selling points yet. It's, it's doesn't match what they say they do. Oh, there's a beauty. All right. Six zero zero. No, thank you. <laughs> so I, you know, for our last words, cause let's go ahead and get off that before I send the haters after you, because a lot of people I've talked about this on my podcast a few times and people get really mad at me for saying this about VR, but I'm sorry to me. Facts send them facts, here, man. Send them here. Send <laughs> So they can yell at me in a different podcast too, and and put messages under your videos. Oh, cool, my, I'll do my, it. my claw come out. I I have some yep. claws. So, for the last words, I don't know what you wanted to talk about, but I kind of want to catch you on off uh, on the spot. Okay. What is your game plan for your YouTube channel? What is it that you do and want to focus on? in order to develop your own niche community? Good question. I don't know. At first, you know, before the pandemic, which is about yoga and Funko Pop, but Funko Pop went away. I don't think nobody care. I, I still like doing yoga, but it's just so hard for me to do anything with the space that I have, right? My, my, my small, so that's that, and then Luffy passed away, so everything is on hold, and then now I'm doing this stuff for me podcast with you, but it's been very open, right? Open topics, kind of like that, nothing really concrete moving forward. Yeah. But I do like what I'm doing right now, having talking with you on League of Legends. That's done, so that's complete, but however, you're right, I have to see which... well i'm just no I'm just no asking. no 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 i mean i've been thinking about it but um probably i stick with gaming and um anime things that i really love and i love to talk about i think i'm at the point where definitely those are my enjoyment that i don't mind talking about and yeah. and i don't want to do like i think vic brought up a good point right he um my friend that um, currently lives in Vietnam, that he's back here, he travel a lot, right? He travel a lot, like a lot. And his friend asked him a question. It's like, how come you never start like a vlog? You travel and, you know, do blogging about and making money. And he said, why? That's take away my enjoyment. After I have constantly filming, go back, editing and things like that. Even if you don't have to edit, send it to somebody, you still have to film a lot of content and taking pictures and and that's something I thought about too because I do like vlogging and I do like travel I do like it but only to certain things that that's my enjoyment I want to share that experience not something I want to do constantly so so I do like the podcast because if we can pick a topic we talk about and then we move on but that's just I have a full-time job so there's no way that I can just quit that and focus on doing any well, absolutely stuff. So yeah, yeah. So, so so to put it bluntly, I'm gonna continue doing this podcast and then, but just have to narrow down to things that I'm passionate about. Um, something that's helped me. Now I'm no giant YouTuber or anything, but um, most of the things that get the views 
on YouTube don't interest me. And for anyone who's seen my latest content, I basically decided to take things I love, which are movies, television, video games, but do them in a way that nobody else is doing them. Like I'm being unapologetically me. Yeah. And and that's something that I would that I, I would like to see you grow into because you're still a little a little nervous here and there about podcasting. You know, I put, do. You, put, you know, you know, my family support me, so I have to keep PG thirteen. My, uh, my, it's my family. I can't just quit this channel, make another no. one. I love my tour. No, 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 you don't. But this is the thing: if you get the, if you, if you actually turn this into a full time thing eventually, do you think your family is going to be caring about what you say if you're successful at it? Probably not. Exactly. So be unapologetically you, because that's what. Because I'm gonna tell you, I look, I, I come through and check like your 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 gaming clips, and a lot of times you don't you don't put yourself on your clips. You're just playing the game, and you put the clip of the game up. Yeah, I've been trying to just do it and then go back and voice over it. <laughs> Yeah, what I would say to do if I had to send if I had to say, hey, look at how this person does it, and then think about how you can not copy them, but do what you do in this way. Have you ever heard of Afro Send you? No. Look him up on, on YouTube because Afro Send you XL, he does like he basically plays games, but he treats every game as an anime. And he's the anime character moving through. Now, he's just him. He's not doing any, like, super weeb shit or anything like that. But he treats his playthroughs as a story arc of an anime. And you're along with him for the ride. That's and, so interesting. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, like like I said, like, I looked at that because I, I my biggest love is movies. I love movies more than damn near anyone on earth and the only person that I think that I could put above how much I love movies is my brother mm -hmm. and the thing is is but I hate I hate the idea of reviews and I definitely hate the idea of just trying to capture every little piece of something and just making like you know hot topic pieces or doing reviews or doing talkthroughs or any of that stuff or reactions. I oh, hate don't that. get me. Don't get me started those reactions. There are yeah. some people I, I don't mind watching like uh, what's the guy that was in uh, the, the the very famous uh, uh, comic fan uh, Kevin Kevin Smith Kevin yeah Kevin Smith like okay I would love to see his reaction videos on something because he's always been passionate about comics you know so yeah but some other people it's like reaction of the reaction of the reaction I'm like who are you why do I care about your reactions I don't care but, yeah, but well, those things are popular even... but those things are so popular see and that's the thing I dislike it because all of it is disingenuous yes because that's why all of them have the same thumbnail where it's my reaction to and the person's like on the <laughs> on their thumbnail making some like like doing faces and shit. I hate it. 
Like, I honestly was going to make reaction videos to reaction videos just so I could start being a dick to people who did reaction videos, but I was like, you know what? You're supposed to be you, you're supposed to be keeping your cortisol levels down. You're not supposed to be stressed out. You're trying to get yourself together health-wise. Leave that for someone else. Just don't pay attention to it. But I absolutely hate it. Just like the explained videos. I, like the ending of blah 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 explained. What's there to explain? Did you watch it with your eyes? Did you see the ending? That me, was the ending. What do you need explained? Ever, <laughs> yeah. ever since the ending of ah! Game of Thrones, I stopped watching or stopped even reading about the speculation or the the your, your the theory. I'm like, no. You know why? Because it's S-H-I-T. That's what it is. It's shit. Wow. So no, wow. I don't care about any theories anymore. I don't care about anything. Like, I'm done. I watch it and I'm done and I call it what it is. Shit. I'm not that harsh on the series, but I understand why people are upset. But No, no, I'm not talking about series, but I'm talking about how people like oh you know when you would at the beginning when you watch Game of Thrones like, oh this theory, the speculation of this yeah. you know, you hype up for it. But when the show is finally over, you know those I'm like, no. You can't live up to the hype that's been set by the other thing I hate, week-to-week -week releases. I will always be a fan of Netflix, and they will always get my money because they allow for binge-watching, which means fans don't get a chance to get so overly hyped with their theories oh that you God. can't please them anymore. But I talked about that on my other podcast. We'll have to go to that. But the last type of video that really bothers me on YouTube are the videos where they're like, black guy listens to Metallica for the first time. You lying ass liars. If you live on earth. Oh, oh it's one of those videos about first time ever, first time trying this yeah. first time. You know what? We you we need to hold off this this thing and just make a, a episode about what we hate on YouTube. <laughs> just talk about all the stuff that we don't like, like yeah, all this all this I'm, trends, I'm, all this. But um, before we close, oh, yeah, on my close out, let, let let me talk to you a funny story about um PlayStation because you're asking me like what you how do I think of PlayStation after five five now that we have PS five after two years yeah. yeah. So I was um. Yesterday, you know, um, Vic and uh, Hal came by, and then we were and uh, Tiffany, Hal's girlfriend, and we were all sitting there. And Hal was like, "You know, for the longest time, Tiffany thought PlayStation. The only thing that PlayStation Five is good for is just watching Netflix. She didn't know there's other purposes. She's just, yeah. she's, and it was, it was just like basically, it's like an entertainment system because there's no it's, game. It's, for her, it was just a, for her, it was just a, a um. What do you call it? A uh, a a Chromecast. Yeah, but it's yeah. so funny. She was like, it was so cute. Five hundred dollar Chromecast. Yeah, <laughs> she was, and he was like, yeah, she did not know that you can play game with. She just because he didn't play much game. The only thing he's hype about or wanting to play is God of War and Ragnarok. But for me, I only play two games: <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West, and and now I just start um, God of War Ragnarok. I'm waiting for Witcher 3 because I told you before, um, when I played the old version, it didn't work well with the PlayStation 5. There was issues with the audio, the music, and everything, so I stopped. 
So I'm waiting for remaster version and then. But there's a couple games that I want to try out. But uh, the I'm telling you, Call of Duty that that, that looks amazing. I want to try something that's the next level graphic. And I'm gonna tell you the the, the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Mm -hmm. You would love that game, Returnal, which you won't love, no. but looks amazing and has. Gwendolyn Christie, isn't that her name? The one that played uh, Brienne of Toph? She's the main character. Hmm. Um, uh, the the PS5 update they did for Demon Souls, which you also won't love, no. but it but it looks uh, but it looks amazing. It, it's it's one of the prettiest looking games so far. Um, the PS5 update they did for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, um, Stray is awesome. I'm still on my playthrough through that. Cyberpunk 2077, which, you know, I know the game was released in a terrible state. They deserve all the hate that they got for it. But even in the terrible state, you have to remember that most of the terribleness was on the old consoles that they forced CD Projekt Red to actually put out. Because mm -hmm. they only wanted to release it on the newer consoles, which still had issues, but none of the issues that actually led to the hatred of Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077 is freaking great. It is actually a really good game. And... If you play it, if you love RPGs, if you love being able to affect everything about your character, if you want to be in a really fleshed out, well thought out world, that's why the game is starting to get after Edge Runners on Netflix, done by yeah. Studio Trigger, who always kills at everything they animate. Um, after they did that, people got so interested oh, yeah, the that they went finally up. went back. That they finally went back and gave Cyberpunk a try. And people love it. So it's like, you know, they've updated a few times, had some big patches, but the game that was there was not terrible, as the backlash would lead you to believe. But like I said before, they deserved it. It just kind of sucks. But at least they came back, and Cyberpunk is a really good game. So you want next gen? Go get Cyberpunk next. That's what I would tell you. Because I think that that and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart are the two games that I think you would actually enjoy playing and actually look amazing. All right. So in two years, I've had friends that are like, man, I'm kind of disappointed in PlayStation, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, then you ain't playing the games. Yeah, it sucks that because of the pandemic, we didn't get as much stuff by now as we would have gotten. But if you look at the releases of games that came out on prior consoles, unless you're talking about PS4, I don't think you had even this many games this many years into it that were straight up blockbuster great games. All I'm so saying I, is I, I know my money was worth because... I get to play my two favorite games that I really want to, and they deliver. With your two hubbies. Yes. <laughs> your two other hubbies. 
So husband number 387 and husband number 548. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so, yeah, I, I love Forbidden West. I It's amazing. I know you don't like it because it's RPG and it's... You keep saying this. Because it's you keep telling me. No, it's not that I don't like it. I will be the first to tell you that Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West are beautiful games, super well-crafted, that look absolutely amazing and no, play great. No, it's not about you. But I can't play it. Yeah. But what we have to specify, it's not that I don't like it. It's that I can't play it because that's not my style of game anymore because it's just not the, the engagement of it isn't enough for me anymore. All I see when you give me something like that is, oh my God, I'm going to have to walk across that field. No, you can do fast teleport. Come on. You could do fast teleport, but you got to walk to the teleport. And then if you don't have the teleport, who knows how long you got to ride to get to the next one. It's, and then There's a lot of camps, okay? No, no, no. One thing I say is very fast travel. You get a bunch of the camping equipment and you just camp to camp. No, 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 mm. no, no, no. Look, I, I I'm like going to put it like this. No. The difference between what I like and not like is Elden Ring. Elden Ring, even though I know a lot of developers are really pissed at how well Elden Ring did... Elden Ring is an absolute masterpiece. They because they don't and this is the other thing. They don't hold your hand. When I see those maps in like just choose an open world RPG. When I see when I open a map and there's just these little symbols everywhere and side missions and all this other stuff going on on the map literally telling me go here. I'm just like, yo, man, that's a lot of stuff. Like, chill out. Leave something for me to actually discover. And that's the difference. That's why Elden Ring's so great. They throw you out into a world that you get stomped into the ground by a horse, by a horseman who's literally right the first thing you see. <laughs> and everything you find in that game is because you found it. Because the world is so engaging... That you literally just found it. You are living in another world. That's what a lot of game companies and I and I'm not trying to say that they didn't achieve that in in Horizon in both games, but the the presentation of it completely turned me away. My brother played through Horizon Zero Dawn though, because I told you I got him a PlayStation. And how did he like it? Oh, he loves it. Horizon is like his, one of his favorite game, other than Tomb Raider. He's always been a Tomb Raider fan. That was the first thing he played when I bought him the, the PS5. Then he, he played all the Tomb Raiders. He's beaten them all like three times already. He beat all of the Uncharted's multiple times. He's currently going through Elden Ring. He played Spider-Man PS5, the Spider-Man PS5 edition. He's going to be playing Miles Morales, but hasn't yet. And he and he loves Horizon, loves it. So yeah, like I, I'm never going to sit there and tell you that Horizon is a bad game. It's just I have to say what my friend said to me. It's not pH balanced for me. That's all it is. Look, for somebody who works all the time and you just turn on the game and you play with ease and then you go to sleep, it's perfect. That's all I gotta say. Ah! 
No, it's true. Like you, the, then you need to get some. You need to get some Elden Ring. No, in. if some if you want me to rage quit. No. <laughs> if you want me to rage quit my life, my job, everything, then yes. I can I can play with you. We might get invaded by somebody, but I can play with you, bro. Don't make me watch Doppelive when he was playing Elden Ring. Die like a hundred times with a boss. That's oh me. yeah. See, but that's the, that's but another the, zero, a thousand. Add see, but zero. that's. That's the beauty of Elden Ring, though. It, it See, this is the problem. Most people play FromSoft games, and they play them thinking that they're going to be what every other game is, which is a hand-holding fest that makes you feel overpowered and makes you think that you're the hero of everything. I want to be like in, that. In, in, Elden, yeah, in, in <laughs> Elden Ring, you can become that. No. No, that's straight up oh, yes, lying. Yes, you can. Straight oh, up you can. Straight up you lying. Can. If a dude can play the game and not get hit once, you can be the hero. The problem is, is that most people don't want to. The second hit to, will kill you. <laughs> most people don't want to work for it. But I'm going to tell you something. For the people that don't want to work for it, if you're afraid of, of FromSoft games, mind you, I still think Sekiro is the greatest game FromSoft ever made. But, and it was also a masterpiece. But basically... There's a completely different feeling that comes from actually achieving something in the game to running into a wall and being like, yo, that dude just beat the dog shit out of me. And then you learn and then you succeed as opposed to, oh, I walked into this boss battle. I beat it my yo. first go on to the next. Like... My friend has played my friend has played Elden Ring for 398 hours and is still finding new things for $70. Actually, wasn't it it was 60 actually. 60. It was $60. For $60. That's content. That's a complete game. No DLCs as of yet and people still haven't gotten 100% on it. Look. That's a game. Elon must say Elon must say that all his employees at Twitter should work at least 80 hours a week. If I can crank out 80 hours of Elden Ring and we can finish the game, can I get his job? That got to be motivation for me to play that game. And cranking out that many hours. Just saying. I'm going to tell you. If you if you can just like us with Bloodborne. <laughs> just like us with Bloodborne. If you can beat Elden Ring, you will believe in yourself way more than you do right now. Yes, I, I, but... I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're cocky as hell. You'll believe in yourself more after you play Elden Ring. Yeah, I'm and gonna... it better win Game of the Year. I don't care. I haven't played. I haven't played God of War Ragnarok. But let me tell you something. It ain't Elden Ring. It's a. It's probably amazing. Everybody gave it the score. They say it's a masterpiece. But I'm sorry, Elden Ring is the freshest thing that has come to gaming in God knows how long. It better win Game of the Year. If they no. don't win Game of the Year... No. Sorry, Father Kratos got to win. He got to win. I hope the, I hope the, I hope the uh, acting staff for, for God of War wins awards at the Game Awards. Because, yeah, that's like, or narrative, the narrative award... I know the narration or the narrative is beast. That's the only reason I'm going to play. But 
No, like it's just no. Elden what? Ring wins game of game of nope. game of the year. Nope. If it doesn't win game of the year, then somebody been somebody been paid off. Palms have been greased. Yeah, I'm greasing some. I'm greasing what? What? for that. Girl, one. you ain't got no money. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? How did you? Because you tell me every day, <laughs> every day, basically. But All right. anyway, let's close it out. So I be playing God of War. That's that's my um, that's my I don't know until um, I finish the game. Probably in a month. What about you? What's your um, weekend game plan? Um, I've been doing a pl uh, playthrough of uh, Stray, mm -hmm. which I. I'm not releasing any footage of yet because I have a really cool idea that I want to do because like I said, I don't want to do gameplays. I don't want to do reviews. So I, there's a, there's a thing I'm working on. So uh, if you don't know, I'm mighty vicious. Uh, you can catch me on my YouTube at mighty vicious and um and yeah, you'll see what I'm working on. You'll see what I'm cooking up. Other than that, I jump on and play Call of Duty for the first time in 15 years with my boys who pulled the friend card on me and made me get it. Um, I'm getting killed a lot by some sweats, but I am having fun spending time with my friends. Um, and for the Made in Dreams podcast, we're getting close to that 100th episode, nice. which we plan to do some some stuff for. So giveaway, I'm going to enter some contests. Oh yeah. Cause I, I shit. One of the things I got to do is I got to design a new shirt to celebrate the 100th episode. And I think we're going to be giving those away okay. to people for that. But each me and Jamie or Jamie are, um, are, are designing a shirt as well as some other stuff that we're, we intend to be giving away. But yeah, so Anyway, I'm, I want to tell you this idea for Stray, though. Real talk. I, I, I do want to tell you this. So let's go ahead and sign off. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope everyone uh, have a good night. Be safe. Have a good weekend. Catch you next time.